Thanks for tuning in to the Brentwood Academy podcast. Brentwood Academy is dedicated to nurturing and challenging each whole person, body, mind, and spirit to the glory of God. Through this podcast, it's our hope to provide an enjoyable experience, to hear interesting stories, listen to chapel talks, and discover profiles on members of the BA community. To learn more about Brentwood Academy, visit us online at brentwoodacademy.com. Enjoy today's episode. I'm Phil Goodman, member of the communication team here at Brentwood Academy. I'm sitting here with Colonel Kent Bradford, former member of the U.S. Marine Corps and a member of our science faculty here at BA. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you, Phil. All right. Well, we're going to be pushing this out on Veterans Day and thought, what better person than to to talk to and kind of think about um, the men and women that serve our country than than with one of our own here at BA. Uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about uh, your time in the service, what maybe inspired you to, to join and to serve our nation, and, and uh, yeah, maybe just some stories. I was a product of the Vietnam era. Um, I am uh, 60 years old. I was born in 57, so I was in um, uh, elementary school course at the start of the Vietnam War. Uh, and the Vietnam War um, ended for us in 73. Officially, last troops were withdrawn in 75, which was the year I graduated high school. And I saw these guys coming back from Vietnam who were a little bit, uh, just by a few years, older than I was. But uh, they were, uh, they were uh, remarkable people. They were lean and hard and had that sort of uh, steely look in their eyes and were light years more mature, although only a few years perhaps chronologically, light years more mature uh, than any of the rest of us. And I wanted to be like one of those guys. So I uh, went into the ROTC program when I went into college in 75. I was commissioned a second lieutenant in the Marine Corps in 79, um, went straight into the infantry. I spent 15 years on active duty and 15 years in the reserves and was recalled to active duty several times while I was in the reserves. That's, uh, that's awesome. So in terms of uh, chronologically in time, um, what conflicts were you involved with? Um, was this d- during the time of Desert Storm, or when was this during during time? Yes. Um, so I was initially on active duty from uh, 79 through uh, 91. Um, I deployed with uh, 3rd Marine Regiment, which was then Task Force Taro, uh, to Desert Storm in 89, uh, came back in 90, uh, redeployed with uh, 4th Marine Regiment uh, to, or no, 4th Marine Division, excuse me, to, uh, to Iraq in 2005, returned in 2006. So what would you say some of the values you learned while being in the Marine Corps? What were some of the things that you take away and you, you, still, you still utilize and you still go, kind of go back to today? There's a, there are many and uh, long answers to that 
what do you learn in the Marines? Well, initially, uh, you learn commitment to a task. Uh, you learn uh, attention to detail and dedication to duty. Uh, as you spend more time in the service, you learn more about honor, courage, and commitment. Um, not so much in what you do yourself, but what in what you see others do. Um, I learned self-discipline. I learned um, to live by a set of standards um, that were um, high enough to, to at least drive me to excel in, uh, in just about everything I tried. Um, I learned uh, the uh, compassion and the dedication of, uh, of fellow Marines in, in times of great hardship. And I learned that um, the most remarkable men, the ones that really stand out in your mind, were humble, patient, and had a great sense of humor when things got really uncomfortable and frightening. Wow. So you're a member of the science faculty here at Brentwood Academy. Um, how do you bring your experience from being in the military back into the classroom? Well, uh, probably a couple ways, Phil. First of all, uh, my classroom demeanor. Um, although I'm not a tyrant, uh, I try to be... Uh, entertaining and humorous at times in the classroom. Uh, I certainly convey a set of standards uh, and expectations, and I perhaps come across to the students as a little bit um, uh, crisp around the edges and, uh, and maybe a little bit less than, than tolerant of, uh, <laughs> of, of you know, some of the antics and misbehavior that goes on in a classroom. So First of all is the demeanor, the sort of flavor of the classroom and the setting. Um, second, I, was, uh, I did four tours in reconnaissance in the Marine Corps as a combat diver. Uh, I was a combat diving supervisor, um, and I was a uh, escape trunk operator on a fast attack submarine. So I um, teach marine biology here. I try to bring my diving background into the marine biology classroom. I uh, teach the students about diving medicine and diving physics and the effect of the ocean environment on the human body, as well as about the, the sea life that's naturally there. Two, in the anatomy classes, uh, obviously I have some advanced first aid training. Um, I've seen some fairly dramatic injuries, and uh, I try to relate uh, as we go through the different uh, systems of the human body, I try to relate some of those processes to things that I've actually seen, and I, I, I relay that in, in war stories to the students uh, and try to do it in a way that is not um, frightening or shocking to them. So why is a holiday like Veterans Day, why is it important? Why, why not just the 4th of July? Why not Memorial Day? Why is, why is Veterans Day important? Well... I'd say the, the day itself is unimportant, Phil. It's what, um, what people learn from it or people remember by it. Um, a very, 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 very small portion of the population in the United States serves in the armed forces. Of that very, very, very small percentage of the population, uh, 
a yet smaller portion actually serves in combat. Um, and yet there are there are um, men and women out there that choose uh, to put um, spouses, family, children, um, careers, financial reward second to serving their nation. Uh, and believe me, uh, many, many, many of them are certainly smart enough and aggressive enough and skilled enough to be rich CEOs and doctors and lawyers and whatever they chose to be, but they choose um, they choose a profession which doesn't have much of a monetary reward and is frequently uncomfortable and frequently dangerous and frequently difficult on their families to do what? To usually go overseas and and um, serve the needs of their country. And this is not just in the defense of their country. Um, uh, these uh, men and women go and do this frequently to protect others. After all, if you think about it, we went to Somalia, not because Somalia posed any risk to the United States, uh, but because the Somali warlords were keeping food from getting to their own people. So what did we do? The whole Black Hawk Down thing, all those rangers that got shut up, what was that for? That was to get food to people. That's what we were doing. Why did we go to Kosovo? We went to Kosovo and, and uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina for what reason? To protect the local population. They didn't, they didn't cause any risk to the United States, but they were abusing each other. So we went there to protect peoples that weren't even Americans, that posed no risk to Americans. So this very, very small portion of the population um, are some really unusual people. If we didn't have those kind of men and women out there, if everybody put jobs, family, career, spouses, kids first, nobody would have landed at Normandy. There would have been no island hopping campaign in the in the Pacific. There wouldn't have been a chosen reservoir. There wouldn't have been a uh, Hue City or uh, a uh, Da Nang. Or, uh, uh, there wouldn't have been Fallujah. There wouldn't have been Ramadi. Everybody would have stayed home. Mm. Yeah. So they're very special people. Um, and I think... Uh, they're, they're worthy of uh, of recognition. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, you bring up a lot of historical events and and things, and you know, we're living in a day and age where sometimes I wonder if our students, if they really get it, if they if they understand um, the country that they live in and the opportunities that are afforded to them. So what is, what do you think, um, what is your hope that our students can take away from celebrating and to at least taking a day to think about veterans and think about uh, the, you know, their service to our nation? Um, I think it's, um, I think it's something very difficult to teach. Um, I think, um, a young person develops a sense of patriotism from um, observing the behavior of others. Um, I think I would like a very, very 
very small and special portion of our student population to choose to serve themselves. Um, I think that somewhere out there among our 800 uh, students, guys and girls together, there are probably a few, a very few, though, uh, that would choose to put everything else second and the service of their countrymen first and go risk everything, all right, in that service. Those would be the ones that I would choose to inspire uh, through, a, through Veterans Day. Yeah. I think you kind of you kind of answered my last question uh, with that. Um, as as far as as what we can do as as a Brentwood Academy community to continue to um, be thankful for these veterans and to continue to help our students, uh, you know, continue to think about and um, appreciate their service. So, uh, on behalf of myself and and. Uh, you know, I'm thankful for your service. I'm thankful for my grandfather's service. It's something um, that I, that I think about often, and and uh, and think, you know, you know. Although I haven't served, I am I'm extremely grateful, and and I'm I'm hoping that our students can continue uh, to see examples and and people like yourself, the the courage and the honor that it took to serve our nation. So thank you. Well, Phil, I appreciate that. I. Uh... There's nothing I would rather have done, and I was honored to serve. Thank you, Colonel.